Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Shalom Yimini. Each week, we will look into the weekly Torah portion to find inspiration that will complement your daily life and intensify your connection to God. This week's Parsha Perspective is being sponsored by the Berman family in memory of Ephraim ben Shaul. May his soul be uplifted and his memory a blessing. This week's Parsha Perspective is also dedicated in honor of the yard site of my grandfather, Yehuda ben Aaron. May his soul be uplifted and his memory a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parsha's Balak. Our Parsha begins with Balak, the king of Maioth, worrying about his upcoming battle with the Jewish people. Maisha and the Jewish nation just won their war with the powerful nations of Emor and Bashan. So Balak recruited Bilam, the famous non-Jewish prophet, to curse the Jewish people and hopefully defeat them in battle. When Bilam was told of Balak's request, God appeared to him and said that he may not curse the Jewish people because they are blessed. Bilam sent word back to Balak that God does not allow him to curse the Jewish people. So Balak sent back prestigious messengers with the promise of great riches in returns for his service. But once again, God appeared to Bilam. However, this time, God allowed Bilam to go provided that he only speak the words that God would dictate to him. When Bilam arrived in Moab, he instructed the king to build seven altars and offer sacrifices to God. However, instead of cursing the Jewish people, Bilam showered them with blessings. When Balak got angry at Bilam that he blessed the Jewish people, he reminded him that he can only say that which God tells him. So the king took Bilam to another location, hoping that he can curse the Jews from there. They built more altars and offered more sacrifices. And again, Hashem tells him a blessing for the Jewish people, which he repeats. The entire process repeats itself for a third time, and yet again, only blessings come out of Bilaam's mouth. At this point, Balak despaired of accomplishing his goal and sent Bilaam on his way. However, a question comes to mind. How is it possible that we have a Parsha named after Balak, a person who tried to curse the Jewish people, not once, but three times? The Talmud in Avodah 17a, relates the story of Elazar ben Dardaria. He was a person who was sinful and promiscuous his entire life. He would sin just to anger God. Once, while committing a sin, he was told that he will never be able to return to Hashem because of his wickedness. This statement deeply saddened Elezer ben Dardaria. So he placed his head between his knees and cried until his soul left his body. At that moment, a heavenly voice rang out and screamed, Elezer ben Dardaria, you are destined for a life in Ulam the world to come. The Talmud continues that when the great Rabbi Yehud Anasi heard the story, he said, Some people acquire their Ulam Haba, their world to come, after many years of hard work, and some acquire it in one moment, like a Lazar ben Yudarya. We learn from this story that complete transformation of oneself is always possible. As we see in the Gemara Saita 47a, that Balak did Shuva and merited that one of his descendants would be Rus, the great grandmother of Davra Melech. This is also one of the reasons that the Torah portions of Chukas and Balak are usually read together. Because Parshas Chukas teaches us that we can always do tshuva and return to Hashem, no matter how far we stray from Him. And Parshas Balak shows us a powerful example of transformation and tshuva. Balak, who is a wicked man, went from cursing the Jewish people three times to having Davra Melech as a descendant. Tshuva does not require time, but rather sincerity. Hashem opens up the gates of heaven for a person who is genuine, earnest, a person who is heartfelt and diligent in his service and love of God. 
in our daily life, it is imperative that we understand that although most changes in your life will not happen instantly, you must still work diligently towards your goals. Because change can happen in a fraction of a second, and all your hard work will propel you to seize the moment and take advantage of the opportunity before you, bringing you one step closer to accomplishing your true potential. There is an amazing quote that I once heard. You were always one decision away from a totally different life. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.